Welcome to The Vortex with your host, Addie, an ancient cosmic soul, transformation and mindset expert, and evolutionary astrologer. My mission is to help inspire and guide you to help unlock your soul's potential so you can live a joyful, empowered, abundant life. This is a podcast where we take deep dives into topics all along the lines of astrology, spirituality, metaphysics, and so much more. So with further ado, let's dive into today's episode and topic. Hello again, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode of Welcome to the Vortex with your host, Addie. Today's episode, we are going to be having a chat about Aquarius season along with the Aquarius new moon we'll be seeing next week. Also having a nice little chat about this Capricorn season and just what 2023 has brought to the table so far. So going to be covering quite a lot of stuff in this episode and if you haven't checked out my previous episodes I already have one 2023 astrology forecast episode out and that is my latest episode besides this one that was released last week I believe that's episode 117 and that episode, I just want to do like a little summary real quick, just in case you haven't listened to that one yet. That one, I cover the 2023 astrology dates. I cover the full and new moon's eclipses, the outer planetary shifts, and what those outer planetary shifts are really bringing into this coming year. And then I am going to be doing a part two in the next couple weeks, and that's going to be focused more on the interplanetary shifts. I also cover the retrogrades in that episode as well, and it is quite a lengthy episode, but it's definitely worth the listen if you are interested in what this year is bringing to the table. And we've already seen quite a lot happen in 2023. We've already had one full moon. We had a Cancer full moon. We've seen Mars come direct in Gemini, hallelujah. We are getting ready to see Mercury station direct, that is happening this week. We are also getting ready to see the Sun and Pluto meet up in Capricorn, that is going to be one of the last times that we see that happen, because we will be seeing Pluto enter into Aquarius this year as well. So, a lot happening, and there's going to be a lot of Aquarius energy by the end of this week too. So we are definitely finishing up Capricorn season. I know this Capricorn season definitely felt a little different. I think just with Pluto being at these final degrees of Capricorn as well is really kind of bringing an extra edge and intensity to this Capricorn season, we could say, because this Capricorn season to me was really helping us figure out, okay, what is no longer serving me? What have I been holding on to that is like, okay, I do really don't need this in my life anymore. Like this is so pointless for me to continue holding on to this. I just need to release that. And I also feel this Aquarius new moon is really going to be helping us continue releasing more of this stuff so we can step into that higher version of ourselves that we really want to work on embodying in this next year. And just a couple like announcements before I dive into this episode. So I do plan on having my astrology readings open by the end of this month. So probably closer to when all the planets are direct. So stay tuned for that. But I'm still planning on having that start at the end of this month. But it's going to be like PDF versions or pre-recorded. I'm not doing live readings yet. Maybe in the next couple months. But I am going to be starting astrology readings soon. And now I just want to go through the astrology dates for this coming week. 
So I'm recording this on Sunday, January 15th, and we just saw Venus square Uranus. We saw that happen exactly on Saturday, January 14th. And with Venus and Aquarius squaring Uranus and Taurus, this is really helping us figure out like out-of-the-box thinking, new ideas. And then especially because this one is kind of like a mutual reception because Venus is an Aquarius right now, but Venus is co-ruled by Taurus Libra, so Venus would be happier in Taurus, and then Uranus is ruled by Aquarius, and Uranus is in Taurus, so Uranus would be happier in Aquarius. So it's interesting we have that little mutual reception going on as well, so it's really figuring out, okay, how can I start thinking outside of the box more? How can I find this balance? How can I make this, like, improve better and how can I improve these adjustments how can I make these little tweaks because we also have the moon in Scorpio right now as well and tomorrow Monday on January 16th like early in the morning we will see that moon pass over south node Scorpio and this is the first time of the new year that we're seeing this so this is really helping us continue to release and shed those old layers that are no longer serving us especially since we are going to be seeing the sun conjunct Pluto this week because January 17th we'll be seeing Mercury retrograde make a quincunx to Mars and Gemini January 18th is when we have Mercury come direct at 8.12 a.m. And that's also when we see the sun conjunct Pluto exactly on January 18th. We also then January 19th is when the moon ingresses into Capricorn later in the day. And then January 20th is when we have the sun leave Capricorn and enter Aquarius at 3.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that'll be 12.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. January 21st is the Aquarius new moon. We have that apexing at 3.52 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that'll be 12.52 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then from January 22nd to April 21st is when we have all the planets direct. And I'm going to be saying this until April 21st. So from January 22nd to April 21st, all the planets are direct. That is the window of opportunity to really like put like the pedal to the metal and get a lot of stuff done when we have all the planets direct. Because that's when it's like all green lights. It's time to go and it's time to get stuff done. But now let's dive into this episode and first let's just do like a little recap of what this Capricorn season has brought us. So this last Capricorn season definitely was interesting to me because we came into Capricorn season during the winter solstice because the winter solstice is also marking us like that's like the shortest day, longest night of the year. That's the sun ingressing from Sagittarius into Capricorn. So the winter solstice back on like December 20th, 21st, that marked us going into Capricorn season. And now we've been in Capricorn for a month. And especially because Capricorn is ruled by Saturn and that's that's Capricorn's only ruler. So this one was really giving us big Saturn lessons because Aquarius is co-ruled by Saturn Saturn Uranus. So we're still kind of learning more of these Saturn themes, but now when we go into Aquarius, it's more Saturn Uranus when Capricorn was just more Saturn themes. And it was really like this Capricorn season, since we were, were also like finishing up like these final degrees of Pluto and Capricorn, this was really helping us be like, okay, you know what, the way that I've been going after certain projects is not the way that I want to continue going after them anymore. I want to make a change here. 
or maybe you've been overworking yourself and you haven't been taking as much self-care as you needed because we also experienced the cancer full moon the beginning of this year. The cancer full moon was really highlighting big self-care themes and really helping us figure out where we were out of balance in our own lives. We also had Mercury go retrograde in Capricorn on top of Venus and Pluto in Capricorn. That was bringing up big Capricorn themes as well. So we had a lot of Capricorn energy throughout this Capricorn season and like these big like planet like planetary transits like that Mercury retrograde on top of Venus and Pluto in Capricorn. That was really helping us get to the bottom of relationships and even like certain thought patterns, maybe like certain thought patterns weren't serving us. And this was a beautiful time to really do that deep like detective work, especially since Mercury went retrograde on top of Pluto and Capricorn. So just like a lot of beautiful time for reflecting and really doing that deep detective work, like since we had all those beautiful Capricorn transits, because now with us going into Aquarius season and then with this Aquarius new moon, this Aquarius new moon has big Pluto and Saturn energy. And before I even dive into the Aquarius new moon chart, I do just want to read about Aquarius from the only astrology book you'll ever need, just so we all get a better idea of the sign of Aquarius before I dive into the new moon chart. Okay, so I'm reading about Aquarius from the only astrology book you'll ever need. So Aquarius is a masculine air sign. They are fixed, and it says Aquarius is assertive, independent, progressive, analytical, original, and inventive, has strong dislikes and firm opinions. Their ruling planet is Uranus, ancient Greek sky god, first ruler of the universe. It was the first modern planet to be discovered. And then also, even though this book doesn't give Saturn, but Saturn is also the other ruling planet for Aquarius. And the symbol is the water bear. This is where people get confused because sometimes people think Aquarius is a water sign just because Aquarius is symbolized by the water bear. But no, Aquarius is an air sign. This to me is just like a little, little trickster Aquarius trying to make you think it's one thing, but it's really not. So they are symbolized by the water bearer dispensing a gift that flows freely and equally to all, representing creation and the giving of life. The water that the water bearer pours out symbolizes truth which you freely give out to the world. And it says that the glyph, the pictograph, represents the water that flows from the vessel of the water bearer. And the dominant keyword for Aquarius is I know their opposite is Leo. Aquarius is a sign of hopes and dreams, friends and wishes. Its natives tend to be idealistic humanitarians who are concerned with the larger issues of the world but remain personally detached in their own relationships. Leo Aquarius's opposite sign is the sign of pleasure, affection, and love affairs. Leo people look for fun and good times to make them happy. They need close ties with others and tend to dominate in love affairs. Part of the body ruled by Aquarius is the circulatory system, shins, and ankles. Aquarius natives are prone toward ankle sprains and breaks, also to varicose veins and hardening of the arteries. Lucky day is Wednesday. Lucky numbers are 1 and 7. The birthstone is amethyst, special color electric blue, metal is uranium, and now I just want to read a little more about 
Aquarius because it says Aquarius is a sign of the future of the visionary some say of astrology itself Aquarians are unorthodox original people sort of wacky witty madcaps who refuse to follow the crowd and go their own way you like being different you not only march to a different drummer you make up new music as you go along intellectual independence is your most marked characteristic in the sign of Aquarius the combination of a fixed quality representing persistence and an air element representing intellect communication under the influence of the planet of change uranus creates a personality that is liberal progressive yet fixed in opinion your inflexibility shows up when others least suspect it it may be in defense of an idea you have a trip you've decided on a habit of yours that you refuse to give up whatever the cause someone will suddenly cut in conflict with your aquarian obstinacy you refuse to compromise or give an inch you're a strange mix of an avant-garde thinker whose opinions are written in stone you cheerfully ignores what others think and strike off on new paths unbound by precedent because there are so many more exciting things for you to discover that way you think boredom is a communicable disease and take every opportunity to avoid it so with us moving into aquarius season this is much different than being a capricorn season where capricorn we were really focused on taking our projects to that like next level really focused on taking that initiated like grounded action because capricorn was a cardinal sign is a cardinal sign as well so that was more about us really taking grounded initiated action really taking more steps forward to getting things started because now with us going into Aquarius season with Aquarius being fixed air this is really about us continue keeping those projects going this is about us continuing the pace and not losing that momentum not giving up and using this Aquarius air energy to think outside of the box to get new ideas to gain a new perspective to get that creativity flowing and then with Aquarius being co-ruled by Saturn Uranus this is really helping us liberate our own selves this is helping us break out of any like restrictions constraints that maybe we've put ourselves in as well this is the time to really liberate and break free from our own prison worlds maybe you have created your own prison world and this is the time to really break free and escape out of that because I just want to like talk about some shadow traits with Aquarius because even though Aquarius is very like unique and individual a shadow trait with Aquarius is if they haven't like fully come into their full confidence yet a shadow trait with Aquarius is they can get stuck in the status quo they can stuck be get stuck in conforming and getting stuck in societal patterns and just getting stuck in that status quo and doing what everyone else is doing and not marching to the beat of their own drum and just getting stuck in that robot clone world because to me that's like a shadow trait and like a downfall of Aquarius is that artificial intelligence aspect of it is like losing the uniqueness and another thing like with the artificial intelligence because we are going to be seeing Pluto go into Aquarius this year I really feel we're going to see more artificial intelligence stuff come to light and it's nothing for us to fear either it's just really trying to find that fine balance between it and find that balance between the physical reality and the artificial intelligence reality and instead of just relying on one or the other it's trying to find that balance between both but Personally, I'm still wary about artificial intelligence because that's just, it's something that we haven't all fully like dealt with yet and we're still learning. It's still new. 
So to me, it's something to be weary about, but we definitely have to find that fine line and balance between the physical and that artificial intelligence reality there. But now I want to talk more about this Aquarius new moon and what this Aquarius new moon has in store for us all. We see the Aquarius new moon apex on Saturday, January 21st, Saturday, which is also Saturn's day. How funny because Aquarius is co-ruled by Uranus, Saturn. Okay, but we see this apex at 3.52 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12.52 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Saturday, January 21st. Aquarius being a fixed air sign, masculine energy, they are co-ruled by Uranus Saturn. This has, this new moon in particular, has big Saturn and Pluto themes with this Aquarius energy. So to me, this is really helping us liberate and break free from like our own prison world, from the constraints, restrictions that we have placed on our own selves in our own lives with this Saturn-Pluto energy also coming through with this Aquarius new moon. And just like some key words that I have for this new moon is like liberation, rebellion, freedom, ingenious, nonconformist, unique, AI, emotionalist, detached. Those are just some key words that came through when I was just looking at the chart and just wanted to share that with you all. But we see this new moon happen at one degree of Aquarius. So we have the sun and moon both at one degree of Aquarius. Pluto is at 28 degrees of Capricorn. So we're still coming off this sun and Pluto conjunction, moon and Pluto conjunction. We're still coming off this energy. So that's why to me there is big Pluto energy. And before I even talk about like sun conjunct Pluto, moon conjunct Pluto, one thing that we need to remember is Pluto is the dispositor of South Node Scorpio because Scorpio was co-ruled by Mars Pluto. And we have big Pluto energy happening here. So this is also shining light on South Node Scorpio because Pluto is the dispositor of South Node Scorpio. So this new moon is also helping us continue releasing those old layers, the dead weight. What is the dead weight that you're carrying? Have you carried more dead weight with you in 2023 that you don't need with you? What can you release? Because with Sun conjunct Pluto, that is all about shedding old layers. It's really helping you find the power with inside of yourself, helping you step more into your own power. Have you been giving your power away to other people or to like the government? How can you step into your power more? How can you regain that power for yourself? This is also helping you shed any like bad habits old ways of thinking that's no longer serving you just anything holding you back from reaching your highest amount of power potential the sun conjunct pluto can really help you shed those old layers and really help you dig deep because also pluto being the ruler of scorpio pluto loves to do like this deep detective work really get to the root and cause of certain situations because with moon conjunct pluto this is really helping you get to the root cause and bottom of certain emotional issues maybe you've been dealing with certain emotional issues i'm just going to use like guilt for example and this new moon can really help you figure out okay what has been the root cause of that guilt how can i continue digging deeper and you, you can just ask yourself why well why do i feel this way why does it make me feel like that well why why this and just continue asking yourself these questions till you get an answer that feels good to you because with moon conjunct pluto this is really helping everyone dig deep to find the root causes 
and issues of these own problems. It's helping you bring emotional clarity. It can reveal truth. And this is definitely not a time to fear diving deep and doing this deep shadow work, this emotional shadow work. Just trust that whatever comes up is coming up for you at this time. It's meant to be healed. It's meant to be transmuted. It's meant to be released at this time. So you can continue stepping into that higher version, that higher level of yourself so you can continue stepping into your power and not giving your power away. Because we also will see the sun and moon in Aquarius make a sextile to Jupiter. So this can also give you confident, optimistic energy. This can help you break free from societal patterns, constraints. And this is a good time also to take up some good, like feel good activities, explore your interests more with that moon sextile Jupiter. We also will see both the sun and moon in Aquarius start to form a weak trine with Mars and Gemini. And that trine will start to get stronger throughout the days, especially because we will see sun in Aquarius trine Mars and Gemini. But this is where you're starting to gain a little more energy as well. This is a time to start taking more action and start picking up your speed, especially since we will have all the planets direct starting from January 22nd to April 21st. So now that is go time. That is like time to really start fo like putting more focus and energy towards your projects and making those into a physical reality and taking that action. So that's where we're getting this big Pluto energy from too is the sun and moon coming off that conjunction to Pluto. And then also with Pluto being at 28 degrees of Capricorn, this is also finishing up this Capricorn energy, this Pluto and Capricorn energy. And we've been in Pluto and Capricorn since 2008. And then in March, we will get a flavor, a taste of Pluto and Aquarius because in mid-March is when we see Pluto move into Aquarius and we will have Pluto in Aquarius for a couple months this year and then it will retrograde back into Capricorn. And this is also one of the last times that we will see Sun and Pluto meet up in Capricorn. Next year will be the last time because then by 2025 is when we will see a Sun in Aquarius and Pluto in Aquarius meet up, but that won't be till 2025. And now with the Saturn energy for this new moon is we have Venus at 23 degrees of Aquarius, Saturn 24 degrees of Aquarius. So we have a Venus-Saturn conjunction happening with this new moon. With this Venus-Saturn conjunction happening, this is bringing that big Saturn energy, especially since Aquarius is co-ruled by Saturn-Uranus. This is really bringing that big Saturn flavor, especially since we just left Capricorn season. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. So there's big Saturn themes as well coming at play with this new moon. And with the Venus conjunct Saturn and Aquarius, this is really bringing up relationships. And we've had a lot of relationship transits throughout the last few months. And so this is really like another like push to really help us be like, okay, have we been like doing the right relationship work have we been really putting the time and focus and energy into the right relationships or do we still have certain relationships in our lives we're hanging on to that are just no longer serving us anymore or maybe we've been able to make the changes to make the improvements that these relationships are serving us now or maybe there are certain relationships certain friendships business partnerships that are no longer serving you that now 
is the time that you can finally cut ties and release that to bring in new energy. Because whenever we release something old and we are making room for something new, a new beginning is getting ready to happen. So this is a great time to evaluate the relationships, the friendships, the business partnerships in your life at this time. Even the relationship you have with yourself, this is a beautiful time to review that as well. This can also bring up old memories from old relationships as well. But ultimately, I really feel that this Venus conjunct Saturn in Aquarius is really helping us figure out, okay, what are the best relationships that are serving me in right now and how can I continue to improve upon those relationships and bring those with me moving forward in 2023 and how can I release and say goodbye to the relationships that own that are no longer serving me that are holding me back how can you cut ties with those you could even do like a cord cutting like ceremony ritual if you really wanted to if there are relationships that are are no longer serving you and what another interesting aspect to me is with this Venus conjunct Saturn is Venus is also the dispositor of North Node Taurus. So how interesting that we have like big Pluto energy going on during this new moon and Pluto is the dispositor of South Node Scorpio. And then we also have some pretty big Venusian energy and Venus is the dispositor of North Node Taurus. So I also feel this new moon is really helping us get more aligned with our destiny as well, especially since the full moon in Cancer we had had some beautiful trines over to North Node Taurus and was really helping us get realigned with our purpose, our destiny. This new moon, even though it's not making any aspects to the nodes, we still have Venus and Pluto who are the dispositors of North and South Node. They are big key players here. So this is really helping us continue doing this destiny nodal work as well. This is really helping us get a deeper sense with our purpose. This is helping liberate ourselves and continue to break free from those constraints and restrictions that we have placed on ourselves as well. We also are getting seeing Mercury retro well Mercury will be direct actually Mercury won't even be retrograde by this time. So we will have a Mercury direct making a quincunx to Mars and Gemini during this new moon as well. So with Mercury direct because we have Mercury come direct on January 18th. But with Mercury direct making a quincunx to Mars and Gemini, this can also bring up some frustrations. So you could feel frustrated or just kind of over certain tasks or projects at this time. Just show yourself that extra compassion and grace at this time. Take a step back to evaluate further. You don't have to continue pushing right now. It's okay to take a step step back to evaluate further and be like, okay, you know what, that wasn't working for me, so let me try to figure out how I can make these changes. Because with Aquarius too, Aquarius, they are very liberative and they want to think outside the box. So how can you gain a new perspective? How can you start seeing a new perspective and start thinking outside of the box? Because we also will see Mars and Gemini make a quincunx to South Node Scorpio. And this is also asking us, okay, what is the old layers, the old habits, actions, that you can release that's no longer serving you? Were there old like actions or just ways that you were implementing things that are no longer serving you that just didn't work in the past? And how can you release those and let those go so you can step into the new? Overall, I really feel this Aquarius new moon is really going to help us liberate 
like our own individual lives in one way or another. This is really helping us like come up with new perspectives, new ideas, new projects even maybe. But I really feel that we can all utilize this Aquarius new moon to our advantage. And we've all in one area or another have put ourselves in a box. We have all restricted ourselves in one way or another, especially over these last couple of years. And I'm just getting this message now, especially in the last couple of years, there have been so many restrictions, so many limitations. Now is the time for us to really break free out of those, especially since Pluto is in the mix here. This is the time to break free from those restrictions, limitations, especially since we also have I'm, when I'm looking at this chart, we have Lilith opposing the moon and sun and Aquarius exactly. So this is really helping us break free from that and liberate ourselves. And really, like, this is also reminding us to own our uniqueness, to really, like, anchor that in and be like, you know, I don't want to be the same as everyone else. I don't want to be a copycat clone robot. I don't want to do that. I want to be my own unique individual self, and I am going to show up as my own unique individual self, and I'm going to let my own light shine. I'm not going to be a copycat. I'm not going to get stuck in the status quo. I'm not going to conform. I'm not going to get stuck in all of these trends. Now is the time to really break free out of that. Liberate your own self. Rebel against society in certain ways. And especially because there's still like a lot of propaganda going on right now, a lot of conformity, and now is the time for us to rise up, especially since we just had that sun conjunct Pluto. This is a time for us to rise up and really step into our own individual unique power. Now is the time to really anchor that in and own that. And another thing that's really interesting with this new moon is we also have Juno the asteroid conjunct Jupiter. And in Greek mythology, Juno and Jupiter are married. Juno is Jupiter's wife. So it's also really interesting to me that we have Juno conjunct Jupiter and Aries exactly when we have this Venus-Saturn conjunction going on right now. So this is also bringing up big relationship energy. So that's why I really feel that relationships is a big key theme with this new moon as well. That's just really beautiful to me that we have this Juno-Jupiter conjunction as well going on here. Um, this is just some like little final astrology remnant notes before I pull a couple of cards, but it's just really interesting with that Juno-Jupiter conjunction with this Venus-Saturn conjunction. So this is really helping us get like more serious about the relationships maybe you have like I'm just getting this message now like maybe you've been with someone and just like you like you're ready to take that next step now is the time to take that next step with that person too I don't know I just got that message but now I want to pull a couple cards just to see what comes through for this Aquarius new moon in Aquarius season so the first deck I'm pulling from is the Shaman Stream Oracle deck, and we got a tidy house. It says clarity and organization, a thorough inventory, an auspicious symbol. If your emotional world feels messy and unruly and you can't seem to get clear, it's time to... It's time to see how your environment is affecting you. This is big moon Pluto, sun Pluto energy. 
Okay, I'm going to continue reading now. Although your inner world has a huge impact on what shows up in your outer world, the reverse is also true. You can be influenced by the people who populate your daily life and the energy of the objects who surround you, you surround yourself with. Basically, everything in your surroundings. Now is the time for an inventory and full clearing of your environment. Ask for clarity from your relationships and do not make assumptions at this time. Clear and unambiguous communication is the key. You may choose to let go of some people from your life when this shows up. This is a good thing. Otherwise, you might stay in these relationships too long out of a sense of obligation and social courtesy when in truth there is nothing holding you together. Be impeccable with your words. Say what you mean and be willing to make whatever changes are necessary to clean up your side of the street. If you know you are doing the right thing, it doesn't matter who has an opinion. That said, right now, once you are sure your proverbial house is a tidy one, there is a release of energy to begin new things to enjoy life and to know with certainty you are on the right path oh my goodness i could not have chosen a more perfect card for this new moon in aquarius like total sun moon conjunct pluto vibes this is giving us that emotional clarity really helping us clear release what is no longer serving us so we can tidy things up so we can make room for the new love 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 that we got this card now I am pulling a tarot card. I am pulling a tarot card from the Transient Light tarot deck. And we got Apprentice of Coins. And it says the Apprentice of Coins is budding with ideas and has all the energy to start investing them. There is no rush. Find the perfect plot of fertile earth to plant yourself. Prepare to commit, weighing up what is and isn't achievable. If you are feeling unprepared or like an imposter, take courage and identify the areas you need to nurture. Reaching your personal potential in your own time is more important than proving yourself to others. I really feel like big North Node Taurus vibes with this Apprentice of Coins energy because it's reminding you that you don't have to rush. And to me, the model with North Node Taurus is like slow and steady wins the race. And I do feel that we have like some big like nodal destiny energy going on with this new moon with like venus and pluto the dispositors of the nodes being some key players here with this new moon so i really like that we got this card and it's reminding us okay how can we continue taking that grounded action how can we continue showing up day after day going after our goals our dreams and making them into a physical reality so i really like that we got this card too but i'm going to leave it at that for this episode i hope this episode helped I hope everyone has a beautiful new moon in Aquarius, happy Aquarius season when we go into Aquarius season on January 21st or January 20th and hold on, I gotta find the, yeah, January 20th is when we have Aquarius season and then January 22nd is our Aquarius or January 21st is our Aquarius new moon. See, this is why I'm ending the podcast now because... It's time for me to stop talking because I'm not getting my dates right anymore, but I already got the right dates, so you guys know that. So January 20th is the Aquarius sun, January 21st is our Aquarius new moon. But until the next episode, we will chat again soon. Hope everyone has a beautiful week, beautiful day, and until the next episode, we'll talk again next week.